Welcome to Dear Husband, Dear Wife with Danny and Jenny Fuentes, a podcast about dating, marriage, and sex, where we break it down, keep it real, and unashamedly go there. Our goal is to foster a space that welcomes you to have conversations with us regarding these topics. And since we believe in seeking the truth about these topics, we guarantee to keep a biblical perspective in all things related. So go ahead and grab your favorite drink and or put those earbuds because it's about to get real. Hello. Hey, everyone. Hello. <laughs> hello. 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 <laughs> Please ignore my husband. Wel- People of social media. Hello. <laughs> and podcast world. And the podcast world. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Dear Husband. Dear Wife. Yes. By- with Danny and Jenny. Yes. Yes. We are so excited to be here today. Um, hey, Valentine's Day is around the corner. Valentine's Day is around the corner. Um, guys, pull out your wallets. Go <laughs> buy a bunch of stuff that you're going to regret buying. It's freaking Valentine's Day next week. Yeah, next week on next Monday. Monday. Yeah, but, but, but today's episode is not really about the pressure of having to celebrate Valentine's Day, but in fact, Today's episode, we want to actually talk to all the single ladies and all the single men out there. Hey. This is where we would uh, implement the single ladies by Beyonce. By Beyonce, yeah. We're not tech savvy. So <laughs> just hum it in your mind and continue. Yeah, well, welcome. We are excited. Actually, I am pretty excited to be talking in this episode with my husband about the myth of being single um, means that you're not lovable. I think society right now, nowadays, we have this pressure, especially, I would say, especially in like Christian culture or even in um, the Latino culture. I don't know how it is for my white folk out there, but like in the Latino culture, like there's this pressure of like, you got to be married by your 20s and you got to have your third kid by 25 so you gotta be married by 27th child by 21 (laughs) it's it's the struggle is real yeah the struggle is real and so today we want to really just chat to everyone out there who's like man valentine's day is coming (laughs) up and the truth of the matter is this is i hate it or you actually have like a deep hate relationship for valentine's day or you're tempted to like be excited during the day but then the night creeps in and you're like, man, everyone's out on dates and dinners and whatnot. And here I am all single. Don't be afraid to be the third wheel, guys. <laughs> you have to own it. So, own it. So to all my single ladies and all my single men. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. <laughs> all the single ladies. We, I don't know. I don't know this song. We, this song. we are here for you. We are here for you today. And this is for you. Yes. So, we just want to let you know um, that singleness is not bad. It's, yeah, it's not bad. It's actually, you know. It's actually awesome. <laughs> Think about it. No one is telling you what to do. You do what you want, when you want, and if people get offended, you continue. This is true. This is true. Think about it, guys. This is true. There's some joy that comes from being single. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I love my husband. We've been married for nine years. We're celebrating 10 years in May. Um, but the truth of the matter is, I would say, you know, there's there's 
there's pleasure and beauty in being able to stay single and enjoy your singleness. So there's one thing, it's one thing to be single and be mopey and negative about it, being a negative Nancy about it. Um, no offense to the Nancys out there. Um, that Sorry, has nothing Nancys. to do with your name. I should be careful, more careful. Sorry, Nancys, you're but, negative. But, um, you know, just in reality, just th- there's that, but there's the other side of the coin of the people who are single and really are just enjoying and thriving and the season they, that they are in. So we want to encourage you to see your singleness in a way that it's good, in a way that it's fruitful. I work with a lot of college students and the pressure to be engaged and married by the time that you graduate college is huge. I went to a Christian college and the truth of the matter is this, is that a lot of my colleagues who I graduated with, unfortunately, and who got married by the time that they were seniors in spring or by the time that they graduated senior year or that summer of... They are a lot of them are divorced. It's it's sad, but the divorce rate is really really high. So I want to really encourage you to enjoy your singleness and to walk in that. You know, one of the things that I want to just say is, I, I don't know how it is for men. Maybe you're going to talk for men in regards to singleness. I'm going to talk for the boys. Yes, and I I'm going to talk to the women because I think it's very important that we address both sexes. I don't think. It's fair to address just one because I also I'm, I'm, I be, I've become aware that men also have some insecurity when it comes to singleness. Is that true? This is true. Tell me a little bit more about that. Uh, singleness. Singleness. <laughs> um, singleness. Uh, yeah, it kind of goes both ways. I mean, it works for some people. And for others, it doesn't. I I definitely have some friends in my life where um, guys my age are, you know, they're not dating. They're just, you know, doing life. Not that they feel like having a partner or having, you know, a girlfriend is, is bad. But they find themselves in, in a position where they they can sense that it's not their time yet. And that's okay. You know, again, like Jenny was mentioning earlier, at least in the Hispanic culture, um, there's this very thick um, expectation of you have to be married by a certain age. Um, you got to have kids by a certain age, et cetera, et cetera. And I remember, you know, when we first got married, literally we had gotten married. And obviously, you know, unless you're related to like Bill Gates or Steve Jobs or something, then you're, you're coming for money. But for anyone that's not related to them, you're, you're just broke. You're flat broke. So for us, we were just broke. And so I remember Jenny like really, really wanted kids. And in my mind, it's not that I didn't want them, but I was like, well, we we just got married for starters. And you know, second of all, like we are not financially in a place where we can afford to to maintain the necessities of children. And so, <coughs> you know, it was just again, like, you know, she just assumed that we didn't that I didn't want kids, which was which was a lie. I always want kids and I still want kids. But at that moment, we just, you know, we weren't there. But again, like in regards to like, you know, being single, at least in different cultures, 
today you can kind of see statistics are showing that people are not really looking to get married like like before mm-hmm. back then like that was a big deal like you had to be again you had to be married by a certain age you had to be you know at a certain stage in your life whether it be through a career or you know your dreams or whatever <laughs> got to have a house by a certain time and etc cetera, etc cetera. but today you know it's it's different you know life is kind of showing up as you know a lot of people being single and them being okay with it and so but again that doesn't mean necessarily that hey there's no one out there for you or <coughs> you know sorry about that um it doesn't mean that there's no one out there for you or that no one is ever going to show up you know again we we have friends you know and even some family members that are just not in that time in their lives so you know what do you do when it comes to holidays like valentine's day you know mm-hmm. about like you know when people go out you have you know fiancés and you have married couples and you have girlfriends and boyfriends and you know i think again it's just i think it all comes down to perspective when it comes to being single at least for guys it's different i mean we can do life without a girlfriend or a fiance but i th- i think in the end it's just to a certain extent yeah i think i think one of the things that i've come to learn is i'm currently like i said i, I work with both men and women young adults in, in their early 20s and even some of my coworkers are young um <laughs> they're in their mid 20s like right mid 20s and one of the things that i was realizing is that Men also have this pressure. I was talking to specifically, to particularly to a, a young man who just turned 25. And he was explaining how he has this pressure to have to uh, take responsibility and care for someone. And I said, well, why do you feel this pressure? You know, I, I literally just asked him this question. And he said, well, because my entire life, I grew up around happy parents who have a happy marriage or healthy marriage. And that was like the epitome of like, that's what you get. Like, that's the biggest reward you can ever receive. And I think for young men who feel the stigma of having to have a perfect marriage at a very young age, it's probably very unhealthy. Um, because the reality is this, and we know this, psychology, science shows us, proves this, that your frontal lobe has not fully developed until you're 25. And this this guy, this gentleman was just telling me how he's having like the biggest emotional roller coasters since he hit 25. Like all of a sudden he feels like he's shedding and everything that he knew about himself or thought he knew about himself it's now coming to be completely different. Like he's feeling different emotions. He's realizing and thinking completely more rationally and different than he was in his early 20s. And so I am no one to say this, but I do advocate this because I've seen it in my own life. Danny and I were engaged the first time. How old were you? Like, how old are you? I think um, I was 21 and you were 20. No, because, yeah. no, that couldn't be right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was my senior year <clears throat> of college. 
So I was 21 and you were 20. You were about to be 21 that summer. And I was going to turn 22. So, yes. So, you know, we were engaged the first time at a very young age. And I will say this over and over and over. And even my husband agrees with this. If we would have gotten married back then, we would be probably most likely in that tier of percentage of people who are divorced. And if not, very, very miserable in our marriage. Yeah. Like, that's the honest truth. 100%. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, you're like, wow, Jenny, you're so blunt about it. But the truth of the matter is, I would rather face honesty and be realistic about it and, and be real with you than to sugarcoat it and say, oh, yeah, you know, getting married in your young 20s is great. The reality is, if you talk to so many couples who got married before 25, they are going to tell you that one of the biggest and hardest seasons of their lives is when they hit 25 or they hit that little 25, 26 identity crisis because their frontal lobe has all of a sudden fully developed and they start thinking differently and they realize their spouses think completely different from them too. There's like an identity shift that happens. So I want to encourage everyone who's younger than 25 and single, do not pressure yourself to have to find someone and get married. Yeah. Like, and also, I would say have fun. Get to know people. Now, I understand that the culture nowadays is about swiping left or swiping right. I've, I've heard that in online dating and whatnot. And and I'm not, I've, I don't know what it feels like to be in online dating, but I can tell you this. One of my little sisters found her husband on online dating. But yeah. I would say this, like, really. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> but like really, really enjoy the season that you are in without having the pressure to even date, like travel, man. Yeah. I Get wish. out there, guys. Yeah. Get out of your couch. Tell those 15 year olds to stop gaming. <laughs> okay. Turn off the systems and go outside. Yes. Go interact with people. Yes. Get, Get to know people. Meet new people. Yes. Yes, you know, build, being in community in your singleness <coughs> is one of the most important things that you can do for your emotional intelligence and your mental and spiritual and even physical well-being is being in community with other single people who are enjoying life, who are going through seasons, same seasons, similar as you, who are navigating big decisions of life, like career, job. You know, like th there's this stigma that you have to be married. Either you get married young or you get married old. And the truth of the matter is the 20s are a great time to explore and to do the things that you probably won't be able to do once you're married. That is true. And again, that's not to say that if you were to get married, that all of that goes out the window. Correct. I think, I think, I mean, I think it all just comes down to perspective. I mean, I remember meeting a family that, you know, I got to know the, the, the man's wife and she had said that, you know, she had her baby and like three months later they were off to Disney world and whatnot or I mean, yeah. it was it was ridiculous. Like she, you know, she was taking her kid all over the place, and before the the kid could even walk. And I mean, I think it's just perspective. A lot of people have this misconception that once you get married, a lot of things like Game that over. go out go out the window, <laughs> or that's it. We can't do it anymore because no. <clears throat> we're old, or we're you know, 
well, it's weird because we have kids now. And like, no, I think it just comes down to perspective, you know? Yeah. Like, and, and 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 thank you for saying that, babe. Because the truth of the matter—that's not what I'm advocating for. The I still of, have COVID cough. The truth, the truth of the matter is this: is that, um, like Danny said, choosing your partner, your your spouse, is very important, and and perspective on how you're going to do marriage is very important. But I also want to say that if you are nowhere near ready to be emotionally committed. And take the risk of what game of, of what marriage looks like because marriage is a gamble. Like it really is. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. It's a risk. You're yeah. taking a risk and you're <clears throat> saying, I'm denying to all of myself because that's what that's what selfless love is. You you gotta learn how to be selfless in your marriage. And it's no longer just about you, but it's about someone else's emotions coming to play. <clears throat> and how you treat those emotions really matter. And so one of the beautiful things about singleness is that you do have the opportunity to just focus on yourself and say, hey, this is about me getting well, getting healing, equipping yourself and really enjoying certain perks that come with singleness, which is like, yeah, you don't have to worry about double the expense. You don't have to worry about, you know, um, where and how am I going to provide for my husband or wife, you know, depending on who the breadwinner is. Like these are these are things that come into play once you're married. And so, you know, being single and surrounding yourself with a community that will be there with you is extremely important. Having a group of healthy friends yeah. who see singleness the same way. Yeah. And I think also like like Jenny was talking about, you know, surrounding yourself with the right people. Um, definitely changes perspectives. I mean, if you're if you're gonna be around people that are just gonna, you know, kind of disregard the concept of singleness or always have you know explicit um intentions through singleness like obviously that's going to taint your perception 100 percent. and so if you if you surround yourself with like-minded people where yeah maybe they're single too but at the same time there's hope that you know that special someone's gonna come by then again, that that also will affect the way you perceive singleness. And so I think about it now, and the honest truth is that I wish I can go back when I was younger and tell myself like, "Hey, man, like don't don't date anybody, dude. Like just take it easy. That special someone's gonna come by at some point. Just you know, learn more about yourself, enjoy life, and and be at peace." And I. I'm pretty sure I would have saved myself a lot of drama, mm. a lot of heartache, you know, rather than assume that I knew what I needed and kept dragging my face across the floor. So, you know, being single, it's not bad. Yeah. Again, and and maybe some of you married couples out there are probably thinking, you know, man, yeah, it's kind of true. I wish I can go back and, you know, change a lot of things. And again, that's not to say that that we're regretful or that we're kind of taking back the decision of our, you know, marriages now. But that's just to say that obviously, you know, if, if, if only we knew what we know today back then. Yeah, no, no, no. And I think that's really important to also <coughs> point out that your singleness is not also permission for you to be promiscuous for you to go and, <laughs> you know, get jiggy with it with every single girl or get guy your boogie on. <laughs> you know that's that's not what we're saying but your singleness is a great opportunity for you to address the trauma 
and the damage that has been creating emotional damage that has been creating like go to therapy you know like Mm -hmm. get the help that you need um your singleness is the opportunity for you to travel the world and and see other places and learn from other people and meet new people um and to culturally just diverse yourself and get to learn from others you know every culture is different and yeah there's some something so beautiful like being able to say okay yeah i'm working i'm paying my rent but i also have enough money to be able to go and travel you know those things don't really come easily for married couples and especially for those who have kids too you know unless you're like denny says bill gates and very wealthy um but you know your singleness is also a, a way to actually get financially stable and start getting like realizing, finding that job that you really want, that you really like and having the opportunity to like say, I'm going to do this for fun. Like you don't have that pressure of having to get a job that makes a lot of money at the beginning if you don't want to, you know, because the reality is only you that you're taking care of yourself. Yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> it changes when you get married. Like now you can't just say, I'm just going to go do whatever the hell I want to do. Um, and I'm going to work whatever I want to do. And it doesn't matter how much they pay me because the truth of the matter is you don't have the luxury when you're married. Um, and your singleness is also the opportunity for you to be able to surround yourself around older people and other married couples. And that's the second point that I want to bring up. Like first and foremost, community, right? Like that community also has to be, I really encourage you to surround yourself around other couples. I think that is very important because when you surround yourself around other older couples in particularly, you they have so much wisdom and so much discernment. Yeah, um, I was going to say also that when you when you are not in a relationship like when you are single and and there isn't another person involved i think those i think that's an that's a pretty um deep opportunity to also find yourself i mean like jenny was yes. saying there's there's a lot that you know that we don't experience a lot that we do experience but not everything comes at once and so when we speed the process of where we want to be you know, we kind of force ourselves into certain experiences that that could have waited mm-hmm. had we had a different perception about it. And so I think for those of you who are single and are not in a relationship, I think this is a, a perfect time to, again, you know, to really find yourselves, to, to reestablish for those of you who need to and to establish for those of you who have to, you know, of, of more... F- deeper foundation and relationship with christ because i think you know when you do that you grow you grow under his guidance and you learn so much about yourself you start to realize more about things um that you never would have known and so you know you when you when you have those opportunities and then you come into uh an experience of where you have someone in your life it's different. It's different because you're not you're not bringing along someone else in a relationship, and now it's two people trying to find who they are. You know, because it's you're it's just adding more to um, to the weight that shouldn't be added. And so I think, again, being single, I think is is a is a really good opportunity to to grow. Yeah, it's a great it's a great opportunity to draw near to God. The word of God says, Abide in me and I will abide in you, right? And it's a great opportunity for you to abide without any distractions. 
and without having the pressure to have to please someone else or your time is actually very precious. That's the truth. And time is valuable. Time, time is of high value. And how you utilize it really does matter. And in your singleness, you, you're giving, you're, you are given the gift of time. Not that we all, we all are, but in your singleness, you have more time, more time to do X, Y, Z. You know, you don't have to worry about, um, you know, coming home and attending to the kids and attending to your husband and or wife, you know, like you have that space to be able to just be. And I love what my husband said. It is the greatest opportunity that you have to just draw near to Christ and find your identity in Christ. And if you're having an identity crisis, I will say this. I'm glad you're not dating. Like, seriously. Like, you shouldn't be. <laughs> you know? Like, like yeah. you shouldn't be dating at this moment. You know? And you're in the right path. Like, just, you know, you're like, I'm all screwed up. How am I in the right path? Girlfriend, boyfriend. I'm telling, not boyfriend. Whoa. Whoa. Girlfriend. <laughs> Back it up. Back it up inappropriate <laughs> you know dude the dead <laughs> um <laughs> just say girl and boy That's it. or man young woman young man out there male male female female <laughs> you know like the, keep it scientific the truth of the matter is this is that <clears throat> like it is a great opportunity for you to get the healing and the support that you need and to find your community to find your your people that are going to help you walk through this process. You know, like I said, dating is, dating should not, I also want to break the stigma of dating. Like, I think there's this dating, like you date, and once you date, it's like, oh my gosh, that person has to be my person. Because if not, then I'm, I'm a. What is the stigma of dating? Okay, so there's this stigma <clears throat> of dating that, by okay your 20s you got a date and whatnot there's two different stigmas happening in this world in society right now one is if you go on a date on a date you are already envisioning getting married with that person like on the first second date <laughs> yeah 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 okay hold this, on. i have no yeah. i don't know if yeah this oh is my god this is real this is real this is real <laughs> this is real okay. then there's the second stigma of like dating should not dating is like swiping left and swiping right and it's like a when you go to it's 31 a, flavors and you transaction it's a transaction and you try all the 31 flavors and then you realize eh, none of them are for me <laughs> dang so so there's these two stigmas happening right now in dating i want to break both of them so i mean would you say that date without purpose no that's that's one of the stigmas like oh you can date without purpose you don't have to have the full pressure of having to date but then 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 you we're implying that you should date with the purpose of like like finding someone no what i am saying so so so, so <laughs> I, i'm gonna screw everyone up so, listening to this podcast <laughs> so how, how do we how do we date yeah, how do what we date? i am saying <clears throat> is is that don't date with the intentions of having to find necessarily your spouse immediately. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But date in a way that it's friendship that leads to hopefully to, discovering oh, okay. gotcha. something more intimate. Gotcha, okay. 
I also don't want yeah, you to go in dating and trying all the 31 flavors. Don't try 31 flavors, guys. And then just boom, you drop the spoon and you're like, whatever, <laughs> you know, because these are people's emotions that you're yeah, that you're true. handling and that's dealing true. with, you know. Yeah. Um. So what I'm saying is date in a way that it's date without pressure. Thank you. Thank date you. Date without pressure. I if, love my husband. That makes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for reading that's, between the lines. That's why I'm a guy. <laughs> Three words. So yeah. Date without pressure. Date without the pressure of having <clears throat> to make something happen. Date without the pressure of having to get married necessarily with that person immediately. <laughs> like date in a way that allows you to cultivate. Hi, my friendship. name is Danny. Wanna marry me? <laughs> Imagine. So yeah. I think we've we've lost <coughs> the art of friendship in dating. Well, I think yeah. I mean, again, it's it's kind of to the point where like you have to. We jump to the romance and sex. Basically, yeah, yeah. and then you got to make something happen, or you got to have whatever, whatever it is. Like the whole concept of dating is kind of it, not kind of it's it's really obscured now. But yeah, I one I wonder, and again, I also say this because I I never did this, but. I do wonder what it looks like to actually date in a in a more positive godlike mm-hmm. environment. Yeah. You know, where you hang out with someone, you get to know them and that's you the build a, court, you build a you build a friendship and all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, like, yeah, this person's awesome. You know? I want to spend more time with them. And then next thing you know, emotions start to kick in. Feelings start to build up. I honestly wonder what that looks like because I definitely did not do that. But, (coughs) sorry about my cough. Um, But at the same time, the good Lord was kind and he gave me someone special. And that's you, babe. Aw, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think think that's, you know, this, honestly, like, I feel like, We have this expectation, especially in Christianity, where you're dating. Basically, your dating has to be romantic and it has to be involved with someone with the intention of getting married. Yeah. And I want to break that stigma in Christianity. Break it. Yeah. I think we should have the opportunity to be able to say that dating should be casually getting to know a person or sometimes persons that you may eventually have a romantic relationship with you may or may not end up in marriage and you just learn how to create these healthy boundaries around it you know because you like i said you like you said what does dating look like in a godly perspective right and so i mean i think that's an episode of itself like we can totally talk about that next Mm. week if we wanted to Mm. But I just want to say, like, uh, let's for the sake of time, because we're already out running out of time. Why don't we actually talk about that next week? And what is what is healthy, godlike dating look like? Let's just write it down, because I'm pretty sure I'll forget. No, I will make sure to write it down. But I think what to address what our the first point that we're trying to make in this episode is that being single does not mean that you're not lovable. It means that you have an opportunity to actually explore and learn more about yourself. In fact, your relationship status does not have the ability to define you. 
Yes. Just because you're single doesn't mean that you are an unattractive person. Doesn't mean that you are not capable of being loved or of loving. And it doesn't mean that you are missing out. Yeah. That's the biggest lie the enemy can ever feed you. Yeah. In fact, being single means that you are... Or at least it should mean that you are preparing yourself yes. for that journey. Yes. And there's no pressure behind it. Yeah. No there pressure. shouldn't be pressure behind it. And so in this season, we want to encourage you to have a great support system, be in community with people who speak life over you, that encourage you as you prepare to what is to come, like my husband was saying, like preparing you to what is to come. Surround yourself with a community of people that are either in the same season that you are in, or even I would challenge you to surround yourself around other couples so that you can see what marriage is like and yeah. realize, is this something that I'm ready, ready to do? Or do I just want to continue to enjoy my life? Yeah. And last but not least, remember that your relationship status doesn't have to define you and take that away from you. Take that <clears throat> pressure away from you. This is true. So... We just want to encourage all of our people yeah. as we enter into Valentine's Day who are single, enjoy it. Yeah, have fun, guys. Get together with some of your girlfriends. Yeah. Get together with some of your guy friends. Women, don't put the pressure on the husbands. <laughs> That's a different episode. We're talking and about husbands, single people here. <laughs> don't get, get rid of the pressure. <laughs> if your wife gives you pressure, you take it, you wrap it up, and you toss it to the side. <laughs> And for all of our married couples who are listening to this, please disregard my husband at this moment. And then you just go out and you have fun. <laughs> and, and you say, babe, we're going to hit the dollar menu. You're welcome. Oh, my gosh. I oh love you gosh. like I love McChicken sandwiches. <laughs> and for my single people, please do not listen to my husband. He's giving you horrible advice. <laughs> This is this is fact, guys. This is facts. We are four single people. We love you and we are praying for yeah. you that this Valentine's would be a blessing for your life. Yeah. Um, find some girlfriends, go out. Find some guy friends, go out. Dude, cook a, you know, cook some meals, order some pizzas, game it up, whatever you guys do, you know. Mm -hmm. um, women, you know, don't go watching a romantic movie and getting all sad. Like, really just go out, enjoy, like, do a Galentine's, go painting, go whatever works for you, you know, um, do some fun things, all yeah. right? So, um, we love you guys, and thank you so much for listening to us. Yeah, this thank you guys <laughs> for listening, for sparing your time with us. We hope that we are of some value. Yeah. And uh, we'll do this again next week. Yep, we will see you on the flip side. Yeah. Adios. Take care. Thank you for tuning in. We really enjoyed hanging out with you. If you really enjoyed hanging out with us too, then we ask you for one simple favor. Go ahead and leave us a review and let us know how we did. We thank you so much and we really appreciate your time. We look forward to seeing you next week. Adios.